This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got the uh, Judgment Day shirt for Aaron uh, Judge. Yeah, but I'm not a Yankee fan. Quest for 28. Should be. I, of course, will be in the judges' oh, chambers tonight watching fan. the Yankee game uh, with Joel Hollander, who used to be the head man in charge of uh, all of CBS Radio. And of course, was uh, running the fan back in the day, and has become a good friend and a, really a mentor to Boomer. And as uh, responsible as the story goes, when Boomer was fired from Monday Night Football TV, the very first call he got was from Joel Hollander, who was a friend, obviously, and is close with Boomer's agent. And he said, as the story goes, Boomer, how'd you like to do Monday Night Football? And he goes, I just got fired from that gig. He goes, No, no, on the radio. And there, the answer was not yes right away. But uh, there became a long-storied radio career, and Boomer has now done more Super Bowls on radio than any other person in the history of the Super Bowl. Right. And And Joel joins us now. Hi, Joel. Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, Joel, it's great to see you, but it goes well back before then because, unfortunately, Joel started his foundation when I started my foundation. He lost his uh, daughter, Carly, to uh, sudden infant death syndrome. Gunnar was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. Six weeks apart. Right, six weeks apart. Joel was running the fan. I actually was had a contract with the fan to do Mike and the Mad Dog. 505. You were actually the first guy 505 with Mike and Chris. Right. Unfortunately, it was that disaster year, which you want to forget, and you'll have a much better Well, actually, here, it, was all three, it was all three years, 93, 94, and 95. Right. So that's when I got to know Joel. And we did a, well, you would have loved this, because we did a basketball game, Jets-Giants, at Hofstra, Hofstra University. That was their first fundraiser together. While you played. Right, while I was playing, right. while Phil Sims was still the starting quarterback right. of the Giants, and Chris and Mike were the head coaches. Right. Great. It was great. It was, everybody was all in, and it was a great fundraiser. Boomer, Boomer came to me. He, had, he, had just start, he was about to start CFO just started and said, you know, let's you do this charity event. It can be seed money to help you start the foundation. And it was. It was. It was great. It was really a great story. And so that's how I got uh, really indoctrinated at the fan. Joel was that guy. And you're right. You told the story right. But even after that, I got another phone call from Joel. And that's when Imus got fired. Right. And literally, you were in the studio the day that Imus got fired. And I had left 10 days before. Right. You were were leaving CBS Radio. I was gone. You were retiring, the whole thing. Right. And you're in the studio. Couldn't you have stayed a little longer? So you're in the studio. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone getting ready to give my donation to Imus's ranch and everything. Deirdre was doing the show that day. Right. Eddie Scazzeri picks up the phone. He's producing the show. And I said, Eddie, you know, put me on. I'll go on with Deirdre. I'll make the donation. Nobody thought that Imus was going to get fired. Everybody thought that he was just going to be suspended. Right. And that moment, as I call in, it comes down that Imus is let go by CBS Radio. And then the next call was Rosner, I think. Well, the That's, you're uh, super, agent. Right, so my agent is sitting next to you in the studio. Right. Literally 30 seconds later, I'm on a golf course in Arizona, and Rosner says to me, do you want to do morning radio? Well, listen, right. well, now you, that's now how it started. I hadn't blessed you yet for that gig. And but then, that's how it started. That there's, is how there's, started. Al- there's also a story about Craig, which we'll get to in a second. But you also 
always wanted to be a radio guy. He used to call me up when he, on the 505s. You got to start an all traffic channel. <laughs> traffic in New York is terrible. <laughs> he was like the radio guru. Right. Yes. And he really wanted to do it. And he really studied and really was studious about it. And he's sitting here with you all these years all later. All these years later, it worked out. And then we tried to hire you when, right around the time Howard was leaving. Yeah, this story's really not been told much, if at ever, publicly. But, um,. I mean, you, you feel free to tell it. You I'll, sure? I'll, well, I mean, I'm happy to say it. You can He'll embellish it. He'll embellish it. No, so um, I was at, uh, in New Jersey, and Howard announced that he was going to satellite radio, and uh, a group of executives, we don't have to name them, uh, at CBS at the time, some are still there, uh, thought that I would be a good candidate to replace Howard Stern. And there was some one talk, what I do, just one market. There was some talk of maybe doing multiple markets, kind of like what David Lee right. Roth wound up doing. So I went through this whole process, and the day came, I'm going to meet Joel, and this is the day in theory where I'm going to be offered the job. Right. And a boatload of money, much more than they're paying now. <laughs> and I'll never forget this because I'm in the meeting, and Joel has acknowledged you're one of the guys that's going to replace Stern. We're just not sure in what capacity. And he said to me, and we had never met, he said, do you have an agent? And I said, no, why would I need an agent? I'm sitting in front of you without one. And he said, this job is so much money, you're going to want an agent, and I'll recommend a good one for you, and I got you back on that. I mean, he, was, he was a 101.5 in New Jersey. Yep. Right, yeah. Jersey and then, guys. I don't know how much you, of this you want to get into or not, but um, unfortunately, the powers that be at that radio station behind everyone's back yeah. sent a fax saying, well, if you're going to give Craig a lot of money, you better give us a lot of money. And it all, it all went south from there, right. but... Imus gets fired. And you, were on the, and you were on the contract. And I was under contract. Which we didn't know. And I then say to myself, well, there's no way they're calling me again. And uh, the grace of God and the architect, who we referred to, uh, Chris Oliveira, who's one of the most well-thought-of executives in the radio uh, business, not just for CBS, had this notion of Craig and Boomer, Boomer and Craig, let's put it together, can we make it work? And uh, July of 2007, you were not there for this. Uh, I was uh, Chris Olivero and uh, Mark Mason and Mark Chernoff sat in a room and they had Boomer and I talk about sports, European politics, current events to see if we could get along personality-wise. And Boomer and I went into a small little studio and I'll never forget it because we had never met. We talked on the phone once or twice prior to that. I was reading his Wikipedia page. It was he not didn't good. like it. It was not very good. And we go into, they were, they were like, guys, go do the show. And goes, no, let me spend 30 seconds with Craig we've never met. We walk into a little room. Now, ironically, the studio we did the tryout show in was the WNEW Studios where I had been fired from five years earlier. So we're in the studio, Boomer and I alone, and Boomer goes, look, you got a great gig in Jersey. I got five jobs. We're both good. Let's go in there and wing it. If it works, great. If not, nice meeting you. But we got nothing to lose. And uh, he goes, just, whatever you go, I'll follow and we'll be good and we'll make it work. And I always say, that, and I think you'd attest to this, the tryout show we did off the air 10 years ago in July is the show we did yesterday. Pretty right. much so, with the exception I, I of agree. all the... I listen uh, back right. then, I listen now. With, with the exception of the all the impersonations and the Susan right. Waldmans and it's all that other it's stuff. It's evolved. It has evolved. So, let me ask you this. WFN Radio became a powerful sports radio. And then, of course, with Imus, with politics and everything, it was very powerful in that, in that regard as well. Um, you know, watching this thing uh, kind of 
go through this adventure over 30 years. It's unbelievable. Are you amazed? Or are you, uh, I mean, how, how, how would you characterize it? So I'm amazed because when, at the beginning, when the idea was hatched by Jeff Smalling, who deserves a lot of credit, and the guy who doesn't really get a lot of credit was Mel Carmazan. Because right. when Mel bought the radio station after Jeff so had to sell the fan to buy the Mariners right. to make a debt payment. Mel came in was the first guy that gave us permission to start paying talent and attracting big talent. And you know, he was really an under the under the radar guy. He was not, you know, a, you know, out there. Who made the decision care. to put Imus on the on the, uh, the That was Jeff Smolian. That was well, Jeff Smolian. the station. Yes. They they what, it yeah, I mean what happened was Remember, 1050 was a horrendous signal. Yep. You could not hear it in the city. Right. So they bought all the NBC stations. We said, hey, we're going to give it a shot at 660, which is still the preeminent AM signal in North America. Still today, 50,000 watts, right? Right. It's yeah. like you can hear it. You know, I can hear it in my home in Florida at night. I mean, it's amazing. When they, when they told you it's going to be Boomer and Carton, be honest, were you skeptical? Sure. I, I'm not going to say, absolutely, I was skeptical. You know what? what? You guys really deserve a lot of credit. It's very hard to replace somebody that was doing it for 30 years and had the success that he did. Okay? So the first two decades of the fan were, you know, Mike and Chris and, and Imus and Nat, you guys stepped in and, you know, you're an unbelievably large part of the radio station. But the thing that's most incredible to me about the sports radio business is 30 years ago, there was no SNY, no Yes, no ESPN. There was no... I, there was no, no MSG, nothing. There was nothing, okay? And to think 30 years later that it's such a huge business, bam, the NHL network. I was sitting at Yankee Stadium last night with a friend of mine. He's, he's an Indians fan. He's watching the Indians on bam. Well, we're watching, you know, the, the content and the ease of getting content is unbelievable. So it's the greatest time ever in the history of man to be a consumer of media for sports, news, anything. But it's very hard if you're an advertiser because there's a million choices. If you were in charge of CBS Radio again. Oh, uh, here we go. Just for like a minute. No, because our contracts are coming up too. <laughs> I know we're all talking about Mike, but I mean, we got deals that are expiring. I'd get you to stop eating first in the morning so yeah, you don't right. die in five Let's years. Let's assume that didn't happen. <laughs> no more FAM. Yeah. I mean, Boomer and I would come to you and we'd say, hey, look, Mike's leaving. You know, I don't know what else you got around here. Double it. <laughs> no more FAM. <laughs> right. Here's the other thing that I'm really proud of, and you guys play a really large part of this today. This radio station, more than any other radio station in the United States, does more for community service than anybody. It started with Tomorrow's Children's Fund, my foundation for SIDS. You have your TikTok assisted fibrosis, your Mikey hockey game, Mike Francesco Mulcahy's uh, hunger fun. This radio station has raised hundreds of millions of dollars in 30 years. And when you own one of these radio stations, that's one of the things you're supposed to do. You're in the public life. Well, I also tell you this. Uh, it's a testament to a great radio mm -hmm. station. It'll survive. Absolutely. It survived Imus. It's going to survive Mike leaving. It'll survive us leaving. It's a major that's brand. That's one of those rare heritage Right. Uh, public trust right. stations that will survive all of it so, let me ask and you be just fine. So you, you've been knee-deep in all these types of decisions, whether it's replacing Howard, whether it's replacing Imus. Now it's going to be replacing Mike. I'm just trying to think, when you are in management and something like this confronts you, where you're losing one of your, your biggest names, your biggest revenue uh, producers, what, what, what are the discussions like? I mean, you can't just replace well, I, somebody I, with If nobody. I could translate, I would go to my morning show and consult with them because we want them to be happy. But can I ask, I'm asking the- Well, I'm just you know, saying, I mean, if that's not this. the answer, then you know, maybe 
Yeah, I, I think you have to be pretty methodical about it. You know, you're talking about somebody that's been there for 30 years. Right, exactly. And you know what? I, I know, you know, there's issues. Uh, but whether you love Mike or hate Mike, he's been number one or two for 30 years. Well, it's, a, it's, it's not entirely true, but okay. Well, but yeah, and be nice. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, it's he, the truth. He's done very well. But he, I was yeah. terrific from day one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loaded, okay? Yeah, you see, what I love about our show is that we actually play that stuff. Uh, well, honest. So he can fight for no, himself. I, I, I get it. But I'm so just, a, you know what? You being a you know, former NFL quarterback, yes. between the lines, yes. he gets the job done. Yes, he does. You know, that's the but bottom that's line. One, but and that, that's very hard to but replace. But did you hear the question that yes. I asked you? Yeah. I asked I'm you, dancing. How do you, but how do you replace somebody that has been that successful for 30 years? Like, what goes into those so, decisions? Okay, so the decision today is totally different than it was 10 or 20 years ago because of the competition, because of a guy named Steve Jobs who changed everything with the iPhone and everything is mobile. Right. Okay, so... I would say, you know, you have to, if you're going to go with two people, there's got to be somebody maybe a little younger to take care of the younger end of the demographic and somebody a little older to take care of the older end of the graphic. And so you have that whole 25-54 range. And how are advertisers going to, you know, react to it? Right. Are they going to be, you know, is this person going to be advertiser friendly that is going to replace, be the new person, which is really important, especially right. today. So those are some of the types of things I'd be looking for. Well, I say this all the time. Uh, radio is different than every other medium out there, including digital. It's a one-on-one -on -one connection with a real-life person and an audience that no one else can really provide. And I think, uh, like anything else, you got to move product. You got to find the right person or people to do it. They have to be able to sell product and have a connection to an audience uh, where that audience wants to tune in again tomorrow. Um, we do that you know, better than anyone, pretty much. Uh, but outside of that, you have to find people and you have to let them grow, too. Yes. You can't bring a show in and no. say, after six months, you know, unless it's David Lee Roth, who's just a train wreck. If that's <laughs> on your watch, that, that was, that I was, wouldn't show my face in this reunion. But that, that, I would, that was all churn off. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Well, Sometimes you got to take I'm the tiny tot of the kilowatt. Joel, thank you. <laughs> let me hang in. Thank um, you. Since you were among the... Uh, the original executives, you can do the honors of wiping the thing. I'll eat it, but you got to do the good luck thing where you swipe the, the thing. You're not going to, like, lick my finger. No, 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 no. If you were at the head of CBS Radio, I'd be on the table. Congratulations. Here's for the next 30. Yes. Well, not with Thank us, you. but at 10 more, maybe. By the way, that'll yes. be pretty good. Are you in the agency business? Are you looking to represent a morning show that might want to re-up? You know what? Year? As long as it's not a conflict with what I'm doing, I would absolutely do that. But I know he's well represented. I don't know who your representative is. Yeah, I'm not sure these days. Yeah. Goes back and so, you know August. what? And anything's possible. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. Joel Thanks, Hollander. Joel. Thanks, Thanks, man. Without Joel, you might be listening to, you know, Spanish language broadcast right now. Who knows? Who knows? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.